I'll give you the, the real number, which is on average, currently a customer, if they choose to take all the benefit into cost reduction, see about 75 to 80% of net savings that they keep. And granulate is paid around 20 to 25% of the net savings. For every $20 that you pay granulate, on average, you save $80 that you would have paid uh, uh, extra on top of that 20 to someone else. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Asaf Ezra. He is a Tau Pyot program alumni and continued his IDF service as a commander in the Elite 8200 Intelligence Unit. Previously held positions as R&D team leader and project manager, where he led 30-plus researchers, engineers, and analysts in large-scale projects. Today, focused his co-founder at Granulate. He helps to democratize performance and to build a world without performance loss, speaking specifically about the cloud. Asaf, you ready to take us to the top? Sure thing. All right. So help us understand who you're selling to uh, and, and sort of how, how do you bill? Are you paying sort of percentage of cloud savings uh, saved or how do, you, how do you price it? So Granite actually uh, emphasizes the performance improvements. We actually help you get a lot more out of your machine. So we price it on a per core per hour basis. It's price per usage, not per uh, on the cost reduction. Not every one of our customers choose to take that into cost reduction. Uh, you can think of Algo trading, where every microsecond counts. You can think of streaming services, where the main goal is to get as many users at the highest resolution. So it's not always about the costs. Got it. So based off getting more out of each machine unit, you said you build quarterly, you said? No, on a per core. Uh, per CPU core. Power. Got it. So you build on a per CPU core basis. And give me a general sense of sort of the size you're playing it here. When, when a new customer signs up for you, how many cores are they onboarding typically in the first month or two? Well, that depends on the customer. Uh, if they choose to take that into cost reduction, sometimes they'll start with a very small service just to test granulate out, see that it works for their own uh, services, not in general for someone out there. Um, and then we have customers starting at 30 machines going all the way to 3,000 in two weeks. Um, so that depends on the customers and themselves. And how many cores is your largest customer managed on your platform? Oh, that's around 250,000. So see, definitely power laws happening here, huh? Yeah. All right. Very good. What's the backstory? When did you launch the company? 
so we launched almost three years ago. Uh, we actually started completely differently. We started with uh, load balancing opportunities. Uh, we've seen a huge, huge potential in the fact that load balancers today don't even have any knowledge of what happens on your backend system. Um, so you can think of gRPC or uh, HTTP load balancing, where pretty much the only heuristics today is like uh, least connection or least outstanding requests. But the truth is, it doesn't mean how loaded the machine actually is. So how much the resources are utilized and for what purpose. And so we started there. Unfortunately, it didn't go as planned. Uh, we realized that a lot of people are not very enthusiastic to replace their own very easy to use, infinitely scalable AWS backed load balancer. Um, so we switched to something else that you can start with a single VM. But the worst case uh, um, and the cost benefit is like, I'm risking a single VM with this unknown company and I can gain 30, 40, 60% uh, on my performance improvement. Yep, interesting. Now, you get this one in 2018, you pivot a little bit, you're obviously not scaling today. You have, again, a varying use case based off maybe 30 cores on being on board or 250,000 for your largest customer. But just for the sake of focus, help me understand your sweet spot, right? So what's like the average maybe customer paying per month to use your technology? Um, Again, that depends on the customer. Yeah, give um, me an average. Like, I get, uh, just because it's a short episode, I'm going to try and really focus here. I understand there's a massive range, but what would you say your sweet spot is on average? Uh, I think our, let's say, median to average customer would be around uh, uh, a few hundreds of machines to a few thousands of machines. Okay. Um, this is and if I'm, if I'm managing 500 machines on granularly, what am I probably probably paying you per month to do that? Uh, that's a good question. That depends uh, uh, on which size the machines are. Uh, that depends if uh, you're seeing the performance improvements that we imagine that you're seeing. If you're on Kubernetes, you can switch it to the service the Kubernetes service level or the specific containers that you want Granular to manage. So it's not necessarily about how many machines Granular is running on, but how many actual cores Granular is helping you with. Um, we have a list pricing, but uh, again, I think I think it depends on the customer itself. Uh, Can you give me the, the motion and obviously scaling at different price points is very different. If it's a grand a month, a ten grand a month, or a hundred grand a month, sort of average ACV, you know, sort of level. Can you give me a general range of what customers are paying, and then we'll move on? Yeah, you start with uh, you. You can start as low as a few hundreds, and uh, we have customers started at, at five hundred dollars a month and are now at. 300, uh, uh, sorry, 3,500 uh, or 30,000, right? Yeah, so, or, uh, or, or 250,000 in terms of cores. Yeah, this is the number of cores. It doesn't mean yeah. that they're that much a month. Um, but I'll give you, I'll give you the, the real number, which is on average, currently a customer, if they choose to take all the benefit into cost reduction, see about 75 to 80% of net savings that they keep and granulate is paid around 20 to 25% of the net savings. Since we don't bill you on the savings themselves, it's, uh, um, it's hard to give you an actual pricing, but let's say for every $20 that you pay granulate on average, you save $80 that you would have paid uh, uh, extra on top of that 20 to someone else. Yeah. Do you know last year how much total savings you drove across your entire base? 
Yeah, o- over 30 million. Over 30 million. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, how fast can that scale? I mean, can that double this year to 60 or 90 million, you think? We're hoping much more than that. Okay. Got it. Now, have you talked to me about the team and sort of how you built this? This is obviously a very technical product. What's your team look like today? How many people? So we're, we're around 50 today. Um, our R&D team makes most of the company um, and they're all coming from the same, uh, the, pretty much the same group uh, within the army that my co-founder and I uh, came from. Now, is this, is this ex-Israeli defense? Very good. You, you guys are always the toughest, smartest entrepreneur. X is really, it's like the number one thing you go, if they're X is really defense, I'm writing a check. I want to get in no matter what. You guys are always building interesting tools. This sounds like a very bad heuristics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's five, zero, 50 of you guys on the team. How many of them are engineers? Uh, 35. 35. Okay. Now, do you have any quota carrying sales reps or no? Yeah, of course. How, how many? Uh, 15 or so, 12 or so, by the way. Um, and uh, we're going on to 30 at the end of the year. Yeah. So this is the reason I ask this is the second that a company like yours in your space can really identify what quota a new rep should have and how many SDRs and then what's the CSM to AE and AM ratio, you can really scale and pour fuel on the fire. So take us back to the first quota carrying rep you hired. How did you determine what quota to give them? So we actually started with a lot of inbound interest, a lot of actually customer referrals. So customers actually referred us to other customers. Um, and we started gaining that momentum, understanding how many customers each uh, rep actually can carry themselves and how many they would need some customer success help, some SE help and, and everything. And we realized that number is pretty high, but the truth is we want to make sure that we also uh, hunt for new customers, not just uh, manage our own customers uh, in our existing existing ones. And we started at about 10, 20 uh, uh, a month. I think we're tripled that since. But what's the actual quota target? If I'm joining you as your first rep, you're saying, Nathan, you need to close a million dollars in new ARR in your first 12 months or like, what's the quota target for that first rep? Yep, it's around that. Um, around we, okay reach that number okay and and do you see most of these 12 reps that carry quota hitting that quota metric or how what percent do you want to hit quota yeah i i think we're over 65 percent at this point interesting okay very cool now have you raised capital to scale this yeah um so we've raised uh almost 50 million dollars uh, in total uh last round was a series b in december Got it. And how much was the Series B in December? 30 million. 30, got it. So 20 prior to that. And when you raised the 30, what was the general use of funds there? Was it scaling the sales team or engineering or something else? Uh, It's mostly around the sales and the engineering. Um, This is the past four months we've grown both teams by quite a bit. We were 21 or 22, I think, in December. Um, And as as you can probably understand, we're over double that. Yeah. And you consider that your series B round? Yeah. It's always interesting to see, especially in the market we're in right now, where there's so much capital to see what sort of series B rounds are coming in at these days. Can you give me a general sense of what valuation you raised at or how much of the company you sold? Um, so unfortunately, uh, I can't give you that. But uh, the truth is we are seeing a lot of series B rounds that are much higher and, and even series A rounds that are around 30 million these days. 
So uh, kudos to those who do that, but unfortunately, uh, as, as to valuation, we'll keep that uh, to ourselves at the moment. Can you share if you sold more or less than 10% of the business? Um, yeah, slightly more. Slightly more. Okay, fair enough. I won't push harder there, but thank you for giving us that data point. That's helpful. All right, a little more than, than 10% sold for that 30 million bucks. Now, what do you think you need to do you know, this year for you to go out and raise another competitive round next year at a premium valuation so you can keep scaling on this VC track? I think we should just keep doing what we're doing. I think we're on track to do uh, uh, to have a year of incredible growth. And uh, I think we've been very fortunate that everything's driving cost reduction today and granulate is sort of complementary and additive to anything the organization has done in the past. So we're seeing a lot of demand. We need to keep hammering on that and we'll end the year over six times last year. That's impressive. Uh, now, can you share what you did last year in terms of revenue? Uh, unfortunately, yeah. we'll no also save that one. No problem. So talk to me. Talk to me about about customers, right? So, so again, you sent launch in twenty eighteen. How did you get your first five customers? Do you remember? Uh, that was hard grinding. We called everyone we know in the market. We called everyone who they knew. Um, we got our two first design partners. This was actually at the time that we had the load balancer. Pre, like three months in, we, we switched that because out of the people that we talked to, around 30 people, so 20-something would tell you, uh, you know what, I'm not switching my load balancer, but if you only had that for one machine, I have tens, hundreds, or thousands of machines doing the same thing. I'm happy to take that risk. The cost-benefit makes a lot of sense. And as you yourself are saying, I'm running over-provisioned. I'm happy to try that. This is when we switched it. We uh, gathered all the use cases that we talked to these customers with. We tried to segment these. When we had something working for one segment, we came back to all of them and uh, started working with them. Unfortunately, we, as with everything, we realized that our segmentation was a little too general. So it always took like two to three uh, uh, iterations to actually get something going with a customer. That's how you learn. That's part of the process. So from your first five customers, what are you now today? How many customers are you serving? Uh, Over 10 times that. Oh, okay. So over 50 customers today, five zero. All right, fair enough. And and what do you think is going to drive your 6x growth year over year? Is it going to be adding more customers or getting more sort of units managed, more cores on your current 50 customer base? Both. Uh, it has to be both uh, because a customer, uh, as, as we discussed earlier, could lend you a deal of just a few hundreds of dollars. And that's great. You know, they're getting the confidence. They know that you can give them the value. And then it's up to them to start scaling it with the organization. Obviously, it's up to you to qualify everything and to make sure that you help them progress as you move forward and to find the right candidate. But it has to be both because it it's sort of like a, a 70-30 base model that at most you're going to get 30% uh, of the infrastructure on your landed deal because no one's going to risk all the most sensitive workloads or uh, the, the most important ones. You mentioned earlier a $500 a month customer falling in love with you and expanding to $3,500 per month. That obviously is a really good indicator for a healthy net dollar retention mark, assuming you're keeping churn fairly low. Over the past 12 months, what was your net dollar retention? Um, it, it was obviously 
in those areas, by the way. Um, I think I think the the average customer value tripled uh, from existing customers over the last year. It, it, again, averages sort of blurs out though what any sort of revenue churn looks like. Is it fair to say your net dollar retention on the base that you had active a year ago is over one hundred and twenty percent? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like world class net dollar retention in public markets is sort of like one forty one fifty. It sounds like you're flirting with those kinds of numbers right now, which is great. Yes, but we're also in much smaller numbers. So uh, yep. Yep. Well, that just means more green space for you, more, more, more customers for you to go after. All right, great. And then, hey, last question here before we wrap up. You mentioned last year you saved about $30 million across your, your customer base. You mentioned that if your customers are saving $30 million, you're usually making about a fourth of that or 25%. So fair to say you guys did 6 or $7 million last year in revenue? I can't comment on that. I'm just taking numbers you already gave me. You said $30 million and you said you take 25% on average. Are those numbers accurate? The, the numbers I gave you earlier are accurate, but I can't comment on the revenue. And uh, Guys, there you go. Hey, Asaf is basically saying, you do the math for yourself. He can't comment, otherwise his board's going to grill him. So you, you do the math. Uh, Asaf, congratulations on your growth. Let's wrap up here with some easy stuff. Number one, favorite business book? Uh, the hard thing about hard things. Number so, two, is there, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Always. By the way, I have a few that uh, we... we I use as my own uh, sort of mentors. Um, so we have all the ones that are a leg ahead of me, but uh, I think I think uh, both Dimitri from Big ID and uh, Evgeny from Armis are great guys to consult with and I would recommend to everyone. Are you not in acquisition talks with Dimitri right now, are you? No, no. <laughs> we, just we, different, one, uh, the different areas. Just check. Hey, just want to make sure, just checking. Number three, what's... Uh, too small to to acquire big ID. <laughs> Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the business? Uh, I have a few that I uh, really enjoy. I think um, one, one one that we follow closely, obviously, is, is Salesforce. But we use uh, 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 on top of that, we have the analytics tool. Ah, I kind of lost it right now. Looker. Uh, no. Um, the, Mode the, analytics. No, it's a, it's a smaller one, actually. Uh, I don't know. It's like mixed funnel for Salesforce where you can actually uh, aggregate everything. Uh, I'm sorry. I, 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 would, I would try and guess it, but there's literally dozens of startups in that space right now. So I don't know which one you're using, but we'll take that as an answer. Uh, num- number four, Asaf, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Really? How is- hour- yeah. Uh, on average, around five to six. Okay, fair. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Married, but we live in different continents. So, uh, oh wow, almost... any, any kids? No, no kids. And how old are you? 31. All right, last question What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Uh, <laughs> probably learned a lot more about what a startup actually requires. Uh, I think we got into this with almost no knowledge and, uh, it's it's definitely different than we expected, but I'm glad we did it, and I would never, never not do it. Guys, Granulate.io, real-time continuous optimization, reducing your computing costs, launched in 2018. Uh, they've raised uh, well north of, uh, call it 35, 50, 30 million in their last round, selling a little more than 10% of the business, but raised over 50 million to date. They're scaling fast, team of 50 right now. 
35 engineers, 12 quota carrying sales reps scaling that this year, hoping to 6x year over year. Last year across their 50 customers, they saved them over $30 million in cloud uh, sort of computing costs. We'll see what sort of savings they can clock in here for them in 2021. Asaf, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan.